0: Log Talk Radio.
1: Of turnbuckle turmoil today on a Tuesday morning for us on the West Coast, early afternoon for East Coast listeners. It is time once again to start promoting the annual event, Palcade. One of the big independent shows every year. It's been very, very successful. Third installment. Right around the corner and with us today To discuss everything you need to know On Paul Cade Promoter of the event Commentator extraordinaire For many promotions Chad French Chad welcome back to the show Thank you for joining us today As we discuss the now Third annual Paul Cade
2: I appreciate you having me on
1: Well Chad it is been a big journey for you to get to this point. I know uh, this year going to be a little bit more of a challenge than the first two because you've had some recent health issues going on. So right off the bat, I want to ask you how you've been doing recently, and has the health kind of put a bit of a roadblock on Paul Cade?
2: Uh, be honest with you about six months ago I didn't think this was gonna happen uh, uh some of you may know I had a stroke that didn't uh, that took, put me out of action for a little bit but uh I'm almost hundred percent now um, my health is a lot better i uh, I don't have a I, you know I still have small problems i am forty two but uh, <laughs> uh as far as the uh the major health stuff i i'm I'm okay as of right now the doctors say I'm doing well so that's good news uh so the show. Hopefully, it's going to run relatively smoothly. Let's hope.
1: Now, this started out a couple of years ago as a one-off to raise money for the Humane Society in the area of Salem, Indiana, and it became sort of a phenomenon, uh, it was very popular with fans, very popular with the people in the business, and you've brought it back as an annual event now. At what point in time in the last couple of years did you realize you had something that was going to be sort of a signature event every year on the independent wrestling calendar?
2: Well, I I just, uh, you know, we just, I don't know if it's a, really a a huge event i mean it's big enough to where we just want to we just want it to be big enough to where we can give some money to our local animal shelter i mean it's nice that the people enjoy it and i'm glad that they do and hopefully they enjoy it this year we're changing it up a little bit the last the first couple years we just uh threw as much stuff at the wall to see what stuck as possible and uh, some of it worked some of it didn't uh some people enjoyed it some people didn't but we've made you know we've made close to $3,000 in the first couple of years for the animal shelter which is good. Uh we're hoping to make at least that much this year, hopefully if we can move some tickets on it. Um this year we've changed up the uh how we're presenting the show. We're not going to have uh, 13 matches this year. We're going to try to keep it at 9 <laughs> so that that way that way people can get home before, you know, midnight, but uh we're hoping that they enjoy the new format and all that stuff this year.
1: Now, with taking the match count from 13 down to 9, do you double account for the Loyal Rumble?
2: <laughs> no, the Rumble, uh, we we decided... Re- well, the problem with the Rumble is, and it's not really a problem, is that there's there's so many people that want to help, and there's a lot of people that just want to get some exposure, so... We started I, – I had a firm number this year. There was only going to be 20 people in it. And that's not the way it's worked out, obviously, and it never works out that way. So we're closer to 30, again, even though we're trying not to do that. Uh, but uh, we're – this year we've got the – the first couple of years we had uh, Ben Sheeran was our loyal, loyal Rumble czar, and uh, he just did things how he wanted. This year, uh, the – There's two people in charge. It's going to be uh, Adam Slade and Bradley Prescott IV. So I'm sure they're going to have way different ideas on how to run that particular battle royal this year. So we'll see how that works out.
1: Slade might have that thing looking very, very different from what we have seen in the past. I know how his mind works a little bit. Um, For the fans that are listening uh, today that are not familiar with the Paul Cade shows the first couple of Paul Cades and into the third one, obviously, there has been what is called the Loyal, Loyal Rumble, which is a Royal Rumble-esque battle royal. People come out in intervals. Everybody wants in this thing. There is a huge amount of people that wanted to be booked on Paul Cade to help out with a great cause like this and it escalated to very very many people being in this thing and that is why uh, the 30 participants was uh, trying to be cut down it took a long time to get through it it was a very very long match but so many people want to help out and there's only so many matches that could be held, and there were a lot of matches already, hence the Loyal Rumble. Obviously, you know at this point, a lot of people do want to take part, and a lot of people want a spot in the Loyal Rumble if they aren't going to get a match besides that. I'm sure you've had to cap the event at so many wrestlers before, and you just don't have spots for every single person that would contact you, have you found yourself having to say no to talent that contacts you to take part at Paul Cade at this point?
2: Uh, yeah, this this late in the game, yeah, definitely. Uh, I mean, early on, uh, if you come, reach out to me, there's a good chance you'll make it on the show. But after a certain point, yeah, you have to cut it off. And then uh, with the winner of the Rumble going into the uh will be the first entrant in the Doug French Memorial K9 Cup for next year so it's kind of a bigger deal now so everybody's uh everybody wants to get in that rumble too if they if they if we have the spots it's at it's this point it's uh we don't want to have a crazy amount of people in there you know we've got uh, we've got the K9 Cup that we're trying to get through this year and then we've got a uh, another uh street fight type match that uh, we're going to do and that's pretty much it we're just going to do the tournament the street fight and the rumble, and hopefully we're capped at the number of people that are going to be in it. It should still be a great show, but, uh, yeah, once you get to 40 people in a battle royal, it gets a bit much.
1: Has anyone actually contacted you and tried to get on for next year's Paul Cade at this point?
2: Uh, We do have at least one person that I know of that will be on next year's show. And then there's certain people that I like to, I like to, you know, have on the shows anyway because they're, you know, they're loyal and they've been there since the beginning. But uh, as as a rule, people, even even wrestlers, don't try to get booked a year out usually. So Most I'm going to
1: throw you for a loop, and I'm going to say I want to be booked on the next Paul Cade. I'll do anything, and I'll <laughs> send you resumes, pictures, whatever you need. I'll throw come my hat in the ring right now and try to get on the fourth Paul Cade.
2: Yeah, come on out.
1: That oh, was hopefully easy. Hopefully we'll do okay. well enough
2: this year where we actually have it.
1: Yeah, I have no doubt of that. It's a great event. Now, you've been lucky enough since Paul Cade first came on the scene to get it broadcast on IWTV after the fact. Uh, I know I watched it on IWTV, sitting in the comfort of my own home watching the shows is that going to be the case for this year
2: yes it'll it'll be on IWTV. uh unfortunately as we shoot it in salem there's no way we can do it live but yeah it will be it will be underneath the paradigm banner on IWTV. uh this year the ohio wrestling alliance is helping us put it on as well uh we they're uh they're taking part in it so that's great uh, the more, uh, the more. I don't care if every wrestling company in the world wants to help out with it. I mean, this is this has zero. To, I mean, it, it does have to do with wrestling, obviously. But at the end of the day, if we're not making money for this animal shelter, then I have zero reason to put this thing on. I mean, I'm not doing it for an ego stroke or anything like that. It's just they get zero money, they get zero public funding, and that's just something that I, I personally can't live with. If I have the ability to help in any way, shape, or form.
1: Very, very nice. So I'm hoping to make a ton. Fourth, one happens, I'll be there. I'll be in the Loyal Rumble. I'll sweep the ring between matches, whatever it takes. But we'll plan on me being there. I mentioned the Canine Cup, and that is a tag team tournament that's going to happen. We did have a question from a loyal listener, and he was curious if Paul Cade would ever see a scaffold match?
2: The odds of that are uh, pretty slim, but then, you know, you never can tell. We had a dog collar match last year, so you, you can never, I would assume that we will never see a uh, scaffold match, though. They don't like, they don't even want us doing, uh, you know, glass or anything like that, so I don't think they want us to kill somebody off a scaffold.
1: That's true, that's true. Now, in the first palcade, weather became sort of an issue. There was a storm that came in. It affected the lights for a little bit. And obviously, weather can affect any wrestling show to some degree. Have you made any changes strategically on how to run the event just in case there are weather situations that arise?
2: Well, the problem with the first year... And I corrected that immediately after the first years. We did it in the middle of summer, so we had big storms that could pop up at any point. And you know, that's exactly what happened. There was nothing on the schedule for that day. Then all of a sudden, we had a giant thunderstorm that went through, it cost us power for a couple of minutes. wasn't really too bad. But uh, this year, there'll be more people on hand that uh, know what they're doing as far as electricity and stuff like that. Because we were really just flying by the seat of our pants last year. We didn't have any issues at all. Hopefully, with it being in April again this year, we won't have any issues. Plus, just being out there, you know, you get there early as a promoter, and I was there the first year, like at nine a.m. till about two o'clock in the morning in a hundred degree weather, and I was done. Uh, so last year was a lot, went a lot smoother with it being in you know in the springtime. So hopefully, it'll do just as well this year as far as that stuff goes.
1: Now, of course, when you mentioned the Canine Cup, and that's your tag team tournament that you're it, holding this year.
2: It's actually Can it's you? actually it's a singles tournament. I'm sorry. Singles
1: tournament, okay. Singles yeah, tournament. Yeah, it's a
2: singles tournament, and the, it's for the uh, MidwestTerritory.com championship chain.
1: Which is a uh, title recognized by uh, Paradigm, am I correct?
2: Yes, sir. It's also been defended in Unsanctioned Pro uh, a couple places out east, uh, Ohio Wrestling Alliance, several places. So, yeah, it's uh, it's getting more more popular every year.
1: Now, can you run down who exactly we're going to see in the Canine Cup?
2: Okay, the, uh, the first round of the – it's actually uh, – it was originally called the Canine Cup. Now it's called the Doug French Memorial Canine Cup because uh, the day after I got out of the hospital with my stroke, my father passed away. So uh, we went ahead and changed the name of the tournament in honor of him. Uh, it's been, you know, it's been a rough few months uh, in that area between my health and my, my father and passing away. So we went ahead and changed the name of it to the Doug French Memorial Canine Cup. Uh, first round of four big matches, uh, you've got Sh- Midwest Mutt, which is always appropriate, Sean Kemp taking on Don't Die Miles. You've got Ron Bass, Jr., taking on Derek Neal in a battle of 2 big old cowboys uh, You've got D-Rogue coming from out west, taking on Hoodfoot. And then the final first-round match, and the person that's going to be defending the chain, the chain's going to be defended the entire night. Uh, Chase Holiday will be defending in the first round against Angelus Lane, and whoever wins that will be defending in the next round against whoever. So that chain will be on the line the entire night. But the first chain match of the night will be Chase Holiday taking on Angelus Lane.
1: Well, that should be a fantastic match for sure. Chase Holiday, whom I get to see at random in various states across the country, just inexplicably, I wish him well against Angelus Lane. He throws a mean forearm. She's got a really mean forearm
2: yeah very very talented the, the whole field i'm very happy with very very talented group of people uh good folks uh trying to help us out and we appreciate every bit of them doing that it's gonna be it's gonna be a heck of a tournament
1: absolutely most of those people that you mentioned not unfamiliar to paul k because they've been on multiple shows now
2: uh yeah uh miles i believe's been on uh, yeah, Miles was in the Rumble the first year, and then last year he took on Gary J for the New Wave Pro Crossroads Championship. Uh, Chase, actually, uh, the first Paul K was the first show he came back from the dead, because he was dead before that, apparently. Uh, he came back and won the MidwestTerritory.com championship chain in a ladder match. Uh, last year he defended. Uh, Ron Bass Jr. was there last year. I can't remember what he did. I know he was on the card, Uh then uh, Angelus Lane, this is her first year on it. Derek Neal and D. Rogue, those are their first years. My, Miles has gone from being in the Rumble to uh, uh, defending a chain or defending his championship or their championship, excuse me. And then uh, they they are in the tournament this year. So Miles has uh, really really improved, and they are they are they're they're something special uh angelus and like I said angelus D rogue and uh Derek Neal all first timers hoodfoot uh, has been on all three shows so it's it's a mixture of people that have been building up and people that we just brought in for this first this first time so it's I hope it's an interesting mix and I hope people want to see it.
1: I think so. And, of course, Sean Kemp, also a Paul Cade veteran. He was on the first one late in the game. I know you were able to get him.
2: Yeah, Sean Kemp uh, has wrestled on both of them. can't remember who he was wrestling. The, the problem with there being 800 matches on the show is hard to remember every time. I know he wrestled a, a gentleman that's canceled now on one show. And then uh, last year, I can't remember who he was against last year. Oh, he was against Freddie Hudson last year. So, yeah. Sean's had had a heck of a a run, too.
1: Absolutely, yes. He's getting around. Glad to see that. Well, at this point, my co-host, the coach with the most, Coach Mike Jones, is with us. I know Coach has some all questions for you, so I'm going to toss things over to Coach.
0: Coach Mike Jones, the coach with the most, coming at you from coast to coast, live here in Pialiff, Washington. Hey, how you doing, brother?
2: Living a dream. How are you?
0: I'm doing great, too. Uh, man, you had a challenging year. Uh, sorry to hear about your dad, and I'm sure happy that you recovered. Uh, wrestling needs more people like you, and so do the animals. Uh, it's a nice cause you got going.
2: Well, hopefully people are going to enjoy it.
0: Hey, and I'd like to uh, suggest a few people. that We we got a couple people in the Northwest here. We got Kat Galore. She's a beautiful lady who's... Does some managing and a little bit of wrestling, and just I just caught on what "cat galore" really means—pussy galore, like in Austin Powers.
2: <laughs> I see. Mm.
0: <laughs> and then we got uh, a couple of real school army members: Moon Dog Ace and Pitbull Gary Wolf. I'd like to see over there one day. <laughs> they and definitely, then, uh, they definitely have done? the
2: name sport for sure.
0: Yeah, and then uh. Have you got to work with Jason Maples or, or Heroes and Legends yet?
2: I'm sorry. I didn't miss that part.
0: Have you worked with Jason Maples or Heroes and Legends yet? Uh,
2: no, I have not.
0: Okay. Yeah, I'd like to see them over there someday, too. That'd be nice. And then uh, who are some of your heroes growing up?
2: Oh, uh, when I first started watching wrestling uh, – we lived in Dallas, so the Von Eriks were, were uh, big. And then uh, uh, we moved We moved back to Indiana when I was probably 10. So then I became a big WWF guy, Hulk Hogan, Jake the Snake. And eventually it moved over to, uh, you know, Kevin Nash and Scott Hall and uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin, those type of guys. All
0: right, nice. What's some of the most memorable matches you've uh, seen or been involved with?
2: Uh, there's been, I mean, Mance Warner versus Anthony Henry at IW Mid-South was really good. Uh, Triple H and The Undertaker at WrestleMania 27 was a, is a really good one. Uh, Triple H against The Rock and the Iron Man match was another great match. Um, it's it's hard to keep track as far as the indies because there's been so so many good ones, but uh, those are some of the few that stand out. But I think my favorite match of all time still is uh, Stone Cold and Bret Hart to WrestleMania 13.
0: All right, nice. And then uh, I basically took over for QT. I'm sure you remember him, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's quite the character. The founder of of uh, Turnbuckle Turmoil. We love and miss him and. Uh, He's trying to get come back from some uh, health issues himself. I'm pretty, sh- I'm confident he'll be back someday, but we always hope he'll call in. And then, uh since I've taken over, there's been a longtime fan that always sends in questions. And ironically, before I started, he always seemed to send his questions in after the show. But <laughs> since I started, since I started, somehow Kurt Ferris has been sending in his questions before the show. <laughs> and I got some of them for you. All right. And uh, they're sort of off the wall. I guess the first one's basically a statement. It's not really a question, but he wanted to know whatever happened to QT. Did he get infected from a fruit pie from the lab in Wuhan that was found in a store in Marysville with an expiration date of 71492?
2: <laughs> Wow,
0: God only God only knows. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, like, sign guy answered to him, "No, he's getting over some health issues." And then and Kurt Ferris had another one. That's another thing. He came up with three questions. Sign guy already asked you the one about will there be a scaffold match. So here's another question from Kurt Ferris. He wants to know is Pa a French version of Starcade?
2: Uh, yeah, yeah, we know that. It's a it's a trad French oh, version. Yeah.
0: Nice. And then uh, another ironic thing about him putting his questions in—he actually puts them in on time, and somehow I forgot to ask him. And fine guy wasn't too happy with me about that. <laughs> <laughs> so I make I make sure I get them all in now. All That's right. Good idea. Uh, yes. Yeah. So did you play sports in high school?
2: Uh, yeah. It's been it's been it's been many moons, but I was uh, actually captain of my track team. And I ran cross country, and I played a little bit of basketball.
0: Okay, and then what's your self defense background?
2: Uh, let's see. I uh, I'm very good at uh, uh, I, as far as self defense goes. I'm most I mostly cheat. Uh, I hit people with random objects, and I kick them in places that you're not supposed to in a real fight. So.
0: Okay. So basically, uh, what everyone comes with the street fighting.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Scottish karate is what I like to call it.
0: Okay, and then I'm sure Sign Guy would like to know if he hasn't known from the past one of his, our standard questions: What's your favorite coffee to drink? None. None. Okay.
2: Um, I'm not a coffee person at all. I'll drink some tea. Yep. That's about the extent of that. So,
0: what's your favorite tea?
2: Uh, un- unsweet tea. I can't drink. I can't drink regular stuff anymore, man. I've got you know health issues. I got to drink okay, terrible yeah. stuff.
0: And then uh, St. Patrick's Day is coming up in a couple of days, and then maybe uh, you, me, and Sign Guy can all have a, a sip of some green tea to s- uh, celebrate St. Patrick's Day.
2: Well, I'm I'll, saying I'll, 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 you know I can make exceptions. I, I'll still drink the occasional beer, so I could switch it up for beer at that point.
0: Okay, there you go. Okay, nice. And then, so have you got a chance to work uh, an actual match before?
2: Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm actually, I'm, uh, technically supposed to be in one at Paul this year, so that should be interesting, but, uh, yes, I've been in a couple Battle Royals in a singles match, yeah. I'm terrible, okay, I'm not very good. Who were some of your, well, I, I mean, uh, the, uh, when I was in the EWE Battle Royal, uh, Wade Castle, who's, uh, now, uh, going by a different name, since he's a big shot, but the uh, curb stomped me so hard that uh, I got knocked a little loopy once. Other than that, it's been mostly about the same stuff.
0: Okay, and then uh, where where did you get trained
2: at? I did. I did not get trained. That's the funny okay. thing. Okay. I just I just happened to uh, I happened to be in the building and they needed people, so there you go. Sometimes that happens.
0: Okay. Yeah, jo- jo- Jordan uh.
2: died almost got me to never get in the ring again with that curb stomp though so
0: okay and then uh what suggestions do you have for anybody who wants to get into the business
2: get first and foremost uh get trained uh it seems to help if you know people as well that 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 wouldn't hurt but find a reputable trainer and then remember that every trainer you have you can still learn something from someone else. I don't care if you have William Regal as your trainer. Learn from somebody else after that. Continue to keep learning because if you stop learning, then it's over for you. All the best people in the world continue their training even after they've initially been trained. Don't be afraid to learn something. Anybody can teach you something, whether they're at the top of the card, whether they're a kid in the crowd. If you've listened, you can pick up good things from everybody.
0: Amen. And do you have any schools that you'd like to suggest for people?
2: I mean, uh, you know, there's always there's always Grindhouse Pro Wrestling in Jeffersonville, Ohio Valley Wrestling. Uh, I know uh, Jacobs Pritchard has a good school down there. Uh, there's there's lots of places around the country. Just make sure that you uh, do your research before you go anywhere.
0: Okay, who's who's some of your favorite people to work with?
2: Uh, Nick Manwall from uh, IWA Mid-South is real great. Uh, he makes everything easy. Uh, Doug Botaw, uh worked with him at Girlfight. Ben Sheeran, worked with him several times. Uh, I mean, anybody that's just not uh, a complete uh, asshole is great to work with.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. And then what about some of the best feuds you've been involved with?
2: Some of the best what? I'm sorry feud uh i'm half deaf in both my ears so i don't hear uh, I, I haven't I, the only time i've really been involved with a feud was when i was uh in a uh heel group and i was just mostly just i was the heel commentator so i didn't i didn't really have a whole lot to do other than just talk crap about people
0: okay and then uh what else do you have coming up besides Parkade? uh
2: after that there's a uh actually the, the week after that I'll be in Ohio for the Ohio Wrestling Alliance versus unsanctioned pro event. And then uh after that I'm not even really sure. I know that one's the week after. And then hopefully more stuff will get lined up between now and then.
0: Okay, and then how do people get a hold of you?
2: Uh MW Territory, uh on Twitter, uh MW Territory on Instagram. Uh, and then midwestterritory.com is the, I mean, we've got, I uh, try to keep that updated most daily with something, uh, either wrestling-related or goofy television show-related, something something mildly mildly entertaining.
0: Okay, and then, man, I really love the Midwest. I've got to go over there a couple times, and I've had the pleasure and honor to go over there with Sign Guy. He, it was nice to go there with him. I'd love to have fine guy myself in the Real School Army in my NGW green room one day come over and work with you guys. It's been an honor to have you on, and we appreciate everything you do and wish you all the
2: best and luck. And then well, well, I, also I appreciate nice, you having me on.
0: It's nice to have you on the 17th, 102nd show we've had, too. Good Lord. <laughs>
2: nice yeah. round number. All right.
0: Exactly. All right, brother. Thank you so much.
2: Appreciate it.
1: All right, well, um, Chad, we went over the card a little bit, but do you want to one more time run down what we have coming up in April for Paul Cade?
2: All right, real quick, April 16th, Paul Cade, Salem, Indiana, at the Washington County Fairgrounds. Uh, doors open at 6. Uh, show starts at 7. There will be a couple food trucks there free to get. There's going to be ice cream and some uh, various, various assorted other foods. So come out and get something to eat, have fun. we uh, going to have a handicapped street fight with Ben Sheeran. Uh, well, that'll be interesting. Uh, there's going to be a uh, the Canine Cup, the Doug French Memorial Canine Cup, which is also going to be uh, just 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 a fun event. Uh, eight talented athletes. The MidwestTerritory.com Championship chain will be on the line the entirety of the show. Uh, hopefully hopefully it's a good night hopefully we can raise enough money for this uh, shelter where they don't have to beg online for for food and stuff like that. Because unfortunately we still see that uh in, I'm not a wealthy individual, so this is the one time of year that I can help give and we really we really just want to make sure that this that the that the animal shelter is taken care of uh tickets are available right now at uh tiny u r l dot com backslash three uh hopefully you know everybody has a good time uh like i said it should be just a just a great show loyal rumble don't want to forget that but uh if you can come out uh april 16th six o'clock have fun that's what we're shooting for
1: Well, as always, it has been an absolute pleasure to have you on the show today. I want to wish you the best of luck. I will be watching Paul Cade when it's available on IWTV. And I will see you next year because you got me booked, right?
2: Yes, sir. Come on down.
1: All right. Well, I will be there. I look forward to that because I know this year is going to be successful as well. It's always a great, great show. It's become sort of a signature event in the Midwest, and I want to congratulate you not only on the success of the past two years, but for making this something that wrestlers and fans look forward to and making it something that does a lot of good for the animals in your community.
2: Well, we appreciate you having us on.
1: All right. Fans, if you're anywhere near Salem, Indiana on the 16th of April, Head over to Paulcade. It's a great event. You do a lot of good to give your money for your ticket. Not only are you going to watch the wrestling and enjoy that, you help out the animal shelter. They need all the money they can get. So make sure you support that. We will be back with you in our normal time slot on Friday with Buck Sexton. And then back again on Sunday with King of Connecticut. So Make plans to be with us. Everybody stay safe out there, and we'll talk to you soon.